This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, Cheryl. Okay, Tig. Here we are doing our show again like we've told people we would. And by the way, this particular one is exciting because we did Tiger King early on in our podcast mm-hmm. launch. And boy, was it a launch. And boy. it's been our most popular episode about uh-huh. Tiger King. So, yeah. so we're back because there's more to tell about this story. There's so much more. A lot of crazy, a lot of tattoos. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mullets, bowl haircuts. You'll find out how to do a certain thing to a part of your body that you might be unfamiliar with. Wow. Well, let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Tiger King 2, Episodes 1 and 2. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl, what closet are you in today? This is still my closet. I just okay. I have different, you know, parts. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, closet, hey. Hey, closet, hey. How are you, Tig? I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm uh, happy, busy, healthy. Okay. okay. How does my hair look? Um crazy you look like the abominable 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 i struggled with that word too what is it abominable 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 another b abominable abominable okay anyway that's what you look like which is perfect what is abominable don't know (laughs) no way to know no there's no way to know (laughs) wasn't it scary um when you were younger when the abominable abominable Abominable. Abominable. (laughs) (laughs) When the abominable. Why can't I say it now? Abominable. Abominable. That's abominable. That that means horrible, right? When the abominable snowman Mm. um, showed up on that Christmas special. Remember that big white abominable snowman? Yeah, with the crazy hair. With the crazy hair. Was that a snowman? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was a snowman. It was like the Bigfoot of a, snowmen. A, it was an abominable <laughs> Bigfoot. Bigfoot. But wasn't he scary? Or Yes, he was yeah. scary. Yeah. And like a hundred times bigger than anything else around. Yeah. Which also was terrifying. Abominable. <laughs> How are you, Cheryl? I'm good. I'm good. Are you still on your positive wave of feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling yes, although Uh-oh. although things are just starting to creep in and I'm like... What do you think helped with your turnaround that lasted for a couple of days? 
<laughs> well, I have to figure out what is my problem and what's other people's problems. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I can't like take on everybody's problems. Yes. Which is my tendency. Mm-hmm. So my therapist was like, what's helpful is to say to the person that's sort of coming at you, I see you have a lot of feelings about this. Yeah. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh my God, I'm sorry. Are you okay? It's like people can have their feelings, let them have their feelings. You don't have to like absorb them. Mm-hmm. You can help that person get through their feelings, but it's, you know, so I thought that was very helpful. And of course I'm streamlining it. <laughs> yes. It sounds like it. <laughs> but that was helpful to me because it's like, yeah, yeah, a lot of times it's somebody else's feelings. I don't need to sit around for two days feeling badly about their bad feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense or do I sound like psychobabble? No, it totally makes sense. I try to do that. I try to go, oh, this isn't my problem. About me. Right. This isn't about me. Yeah. They're upset with me. Yeah. But that's not to say I don't or don't want to take responsibility for things that are about me. Right. Because there's also that side. Right. Listen, I'm here for it. I will step up. You have a lot of issues and problems. I I got my own issues and problems. Yeah. And you can't. I see them. I know. And if you want to point out a problem that of mine that I don't know yet, I don't know that I would love to. that I I don't need to invite people to like tell me what my problems are. Well, when you are ready to hear. (laughs) I'll text you. Yeah. I'll be like, can you please call me and tell me what my problems are because I'm ready to hear. Oh my gosh. I am so ready and willing. (laughs) You know how people show up with one of those scrolls where the paper just falls down? Uh Uh-huh. Where you're like, number one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Stand by for that call. Maybe I'll swing by to tell you. No, no, you don't have to do it in person. No, I'll swing by. It's cool. You don't have to do it. Come by. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. We can FaceTime at the least. (laughs) Uh, Should we get right into our um, documentary? Mm -hmm. Today we're talking about Tiger King 2. Which, by the way, I cannot believe that we were watching a documentary. Yes. About. Not about, but with somebody missing legs. Yes. Uh, with country people. Yeah. The week after we just watched a documentary about someone missing a leg and country people. Yes. I was it like, is a lot. Uh, it's just, it's lot, like, how uh, is it that, the meetable, how, <laughs> how is it that. Um, that this is a recurring theme. Yeah, it, back to back. Yeah. Yeah. It was just interesting. We'll get to it. Tiger King 2 is the second season of the Netflix docuseries Sensation, directed by my friend Eric Good and Rebecca Chaiklin. Oh, boy. No way to know. No way to know how your friend's (laughs) co-director pronounces their name. Tiger King 2 picks up where the first season left off, including the stories of Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic. Tiger King 2 was released on November 17th, 2021 and is available to watch on netflix i mean this is brand new Mm -hmm. hot off the press yes and today we are covering the first and second episode yes and then there will be three more to come so i think there are five total Mm -hmm. i have to say it was a welcome change to be away from the animals yeah and to follow the people yeah. Uh, rather than seeing the reminder of potential animal abuse going on. Yeah, because that was really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about animal abuse. And for some of you listeners that are unfamiliar with Tiger King, yeah. do you think anybody there? I'm sure there are some people that have Oh, there's some Tignotaros out there that <laughs> are unfamiliar with uh, pop sensations. Yeah. So Tiger King was a docuseries. That followed this guy, Joe Exotic, who has or who had a giant, um, what do you even call it? Well, it wasn't a tiger sanctuary, but no, it was like a, a place. A homemade where zoo. Yeah, a homemade zoo full of tigers. Can you imagine having a homemade zoo? 
No, and it was so sad because what you found out about Joe Exotic was he was breeding these tigers to have tiger cubs so he could charge people to come and play with the tiger cubs. And then we don't know exactly what happened to the cubs when they got bigger, but clearly he was selling them. Well, yeah, even breeding them to have people come pet them or sell them is... It's It's bad enough. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So, and so Joe is in jail Mm. as we speak. Not for that. What is he technically in jail for? Carol Baskin? No. It's got to be. No, for for, um, threatening or trying to murder her or threatening to or, right? Thomas. I don't know. I mean, we really should have looked this up before we started. What is he in jail for? I thought it was could be for a lot of things, huh? Hiring someone to murder Carol. Okay, so he did hire... And also violating Endangered Species Act. Okay, so we're both right. I'm writer. But I'm not sure. But so now, this season, you see the different characters, the different players, kind of where they are now and what they're doing. And it's really... It's... Ugh, boy. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not like you catch up with them and you're like, huh, what a relief. Wow, they're, they're looking great. You guys are... You, got it, you guys got it together and now you're... Yeah, this... No, there's like Joe Exotic. Is he still married? Yeah, he still husband? has a husband who is clearly... I don't mean to jump to conclusions <laughs> here, but I don't think he's being faithful. Do you? <laughs> well... Do you? Um, if I had to guess, I would probably say... I doubt he's out there at bars going, hard no. Hard no, my husband's in jail for something he yeah, didn't do. and boy do I love that man. Boy do I love Joe Exotic. I mean, he even said, I don't even know if we'll be together when he gets out. And meanwhile, Joe is crying about missing him. And being caged up. Yes, he's caged up for mm. caging others up. Mm. And Joe's... Both of his, I mean, he had two husbands, right? It seems like he had three. Well, he had he had one. One years ago that died of cancer. Yes. Then he had the two at the same time. Joe was really cute when he was younger. I know. And like as a child, he was so adorable. It was very interesting that Joe was one of the youngest police chiefs mm-hmm. ever. So when he was night, he wanted to be a policeman to try to stop down the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And he was a police chief. And he, I love that he had a Trans Am. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it purple? The lights were green. I thought it was black, like, um. Oh, okay. Oh, like Smokey and the Bandit. Remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> now I've watched that. You've seen Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, yes. So Tiger Key crew capitalizes off of their newfound fame in the wake of season one. Jeff Lowe opens a new park. Okay, Dylan Passage, Joe's husband, and he has a... Oh, yeah. I don't even want to say this out loud, but I will. Stop eating. Put your fork down. Dylan Passage. (laughs) (laughs) No. Put your forks down. I would give everyone a second. People might be chewing. Yeah, just wait. Put... Put your forks down. Put them down. You're going to need just one minute. He has a manager and an anal bleach line. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Resume eating. Okay. By the way, I had to Google it because, but I didn't see pictures. Uh That's where I stopped it. I was like, did penguin penises pop up by chance? I just wanted to make sure I knew in my mind what anal bleaching is. And it is what I thought it was. Do you want to explain it for those that are not planning on watching this? <laughs> Cheryl? Um, so it, there are people out there who want to lighten the skin color <laughs> around their yes. anus. Yes. Uh, but I still, I'm not sure why. That's where I get tripped up. See, this is making our listeners think that you have not bleached your anus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is the message you're putting out there. Uh, I 
listen, I don't get it. Uh-huh. I get a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Where, yeah, you're open. Yeah, I would try that. Okay, that makes sense. I want to I want to try to look better. I want to try to feel better, but this I don't see. Uh, I just don't get it. Mhm. Do you get it? No, no, but um, I'm very interested to hear what our listeners will tell us if they get mm-hmm. it or they did it or mm-hmm. you know what we might be missing. And did it make their life better? Mhm. Yeah, did you have a, more of a kick in your step? <laughs> Got my anus bleach today. Uh, I feel great. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I am in a bit of a good mood today. I got my anus bleach. And by the way, who's the technician that's doing it? Everything about it is... Whose idea to begin with was it? Where... I don't know. And the idea grew and grew and people, you know, somebody was like, I got to get... They, first of all, took a gander at their anus. Right. And then they were like, all right, this color this... does not work. <laughs> I know work for me. <laughs> the Lord gave me this anus, but this does not work it's for me. It's not cute. I no. would like it cuter one it is not cute and so um i'm gonna call around turns out nobody bleaches anuses i'm gonna start a business i'm gonna start it i'm gonna hang the sign on the on the door (laughs) anus bleaching (laughs) and then here we are how many like when did this start there's no way it was during the leave it to beaver days there's no no way i don't know june cleaver was going to get her anus bleached no nor what's his name cleaver yeah, Mr. Cleaver. <laughs> or Mr. Cleaver. By the way, this is not gender specific. No. I, non-binary people get their anuses bleached. We have to give everyone a break, and then we will they be really, back. They need one. They need, they need one. Yes. Pick your fork back up. Shove the food <laughs> in your mouth. We will be back in, I don't know, a minute or two? Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back. Okay, we're back. Put your forks down. We'll move on. We'll just Mm. say that Dylan Passage, Joe's husband, started a business. And John Ranke, the one who who had lost his legs, Mm -hmm. is doing personal injury commercials. Mm -hmm. So it's just these guys are all like, ooh. He seems like the most normal one. He does seem like yeah. the most normal one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so while the public's reaction to Carol Baskin has been largely negative, mm-hmm. people rallied around Joe Exotic as a folk hero, with many making large organized efforts to exonerate him. James Gerritsen's business and reputation also suffered. So that's the Sea-Do guy. Remember the guy? The big Chucky yeah, the big Chucky. The life-size Chucky, as he calls himself. Yeah. But it is odd, don't you think? Because why... Which part is odd? I'm sorry. 
Why did people decide that Joe Exotic was the hero and Carol Baskin? Because when I was watching this, it does seem like, I mean, Carol Baskin is not seemingly, I don't really know what's going on. She does not seem to be breeding tigers and charging people to come and pet little tiger cubs. Mm -hmm. So she does seem to be, um, she takes in tigers that nobody, to save them until they die, basically, because they can't be put back into the wild. Well, they were never in the wild. Right. But why do people glom on to Joe Exotic? Because he's such a character. I think because he's such a character. And then I think people also feel convinced that she killed her husband. So she loses credibility, I think, with people there. Which is also ridiculous. Don't you think it's a little ridiculous? That she killed her husband? Yeah, she didn't kill her husband and and feed him to the tigers. I don't know. Do you you think she did? I have no idea what's going on down in your home state. I have no (laughs) idea what is going down. Okay. So now Joe is in jail. Yeah. Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars. By the way, I hate to be nitpicky. Okay, pick it. He needs another haircut. And why was he only nose up (laughs) on the the screen? Yeah. I was like, come on, lift your... And and all we saw was like the little mushroom hair. I mean, sure, my hair is nuts, but his was... He had like tiny bangs that were combed straight down. Yeah, it's like just shave the whole thing off if you can't get a hold of some sort of style. I mean, I guess that's his style. He's trying to get this to stick. I don't think he cannot be happy with that haircut. I mean, this guy, even if his style wasn't your thing. Yeah. He had style before he, had he went in. I he guess had a style. He had a style. in prison to look And that's why I'm hairdo. saying shave the hair. He can't shave that mullet. He'll never shave that mullet. That's not even a mullet anymore. It's just like a mushroom on his head. We didn't know what the back looks like. We never got to see the back. We only got to see his forehead and his nose. I don't want to fight with you about this. <laughs> I don't think this is worth it. This I is think we should save our fight for something better. Something more. Look what my hair is doing back here. I mean, it's very thick and it defies gravity. Hashtag hot tig. Hot tig. So Yari... I mean, there are a lot of guns involved. Mm-hmm. This is so disturbing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yari, Joe's brother, and Joe described their abusive childhood. They worked day and night and were subject to a lot of physical abuse by their father. And at one point, their father, oh, God, I'm not even going to say this. It's too sad. No, yeah. it's too sad. Anyway, their yeah. father was not nice to animals. No. And made them work all the time. And then... When they did show Yari, Joe's brother, uh, he had a little drawing of Joe, put it out in the woods, and then shot at it. Yeah, he said that when he sees him again, he'll kill him. I mean, these people are tough. These people belong with the whites of West Virginia. Oh, Mm -hmm. I would like to see that cocktail party remember how like in the 80s they used to do those tv shows where it's like celebrity um swap where you go on a you know you you go and you you do like an obstacle oh yeah 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 they should do that um (laughs) west virginia versus uh tiger king people what was that that was but i used to love those shows when i was a kid oh i did too gosh what was the name it was like celebrity something or other but they Uh. would they would all compete to like. Oh, they did tug of war. Tug of war. Did... They'd ring a bell. Oh yeah. They'd they yeah. They'd swim across them. Yeah. Yeah. They they'd would... climb up a rope. Battle of the network Battle stars. Battle of the network stars. Yes. That's what you we know mean. that our listeners were like Battle of the network stars. I know. Battle They've of the network it. stars. <laughs> <laughs> so this is interesting. When Joe was younger. He got engaged to this woman who's in this documentary, mm-hmm. and she seems like a lovely person. Very nice. Her name was Kimberly, is Kimberly, mm-hmm. but she and Joe never had sex, mm-hmm. and she thought he was being polite, you know, 
Like a <laughs> big guy. And then at one point she found out that he was <laughs> this this I particularly really enjoyed that Joe Exotic was stripping for the mayor and her friends. Mm-hmm. So he was making money because the mayor wanted him, the mayor was a woman, mm-hmm. wanted him to strip and people gathered around and <laughs> paid him. So the police chief was stripping. For the mayor. For the mayor. I, lo- I kind of love it. Oh, why wouldn't Did you? Did you love that? Sure. And then she found out later that he was going out to gay bars. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of red flags. Can you imagine if we found out that Thomas was stripping for the mayor? <laughs> I would love it so much. And I'd was like, wearing, Tom, that, this. wearing that, that outfit. outfit. Yeah. Well, that was my question, too. Do you think that was footage of him? Or do you no, think it was no, they, a reenactment? A reenactment. As somebody who was the star of a documentary. Of I, a documentary. Uh, called Tig on Netflix. And by the way, when you look up this mm-hmm. uh, documentary, you are right next to it. What? Because of Tig. And then oh, Tiger yeah. King. Oh, yeah. Wow. That should give me a little boost. Yeah. I didn't notice that on when I was... Oh, yeah. when you were finding it? No. Okay. He came out when he was 19. He struggled with his sexuality, called suicide hotlines. He didn't want to be gay. And, and- I have to say, I was surprised going into this part where I started to have compassion for him. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, man. You know, you kind of get caught up in characters from a story, and then you, that sounds terrible, but you lose touch sometimes with, this is a person that has a backstory that made them the way they are, and you can kind of forget that. And then being walked through his backstory, you go, oh, of course, all of this makes sense. Yeah, because he he had an abusive father. Mm -hmm. And then it was very sweet that he met this guy, Brian, and they Mm -hmm. were... Together 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. And Kimberly said that he was really, you know, I don't want to say normal. His rock. Yeah. And he wasn't off the rails then. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after Brian died, he seemed to go off the rails. Mm-hmm. So then present day, Eric Love starts throwing around a lot of money into Team Tiger to try to get Donald Trump to grant a presidential pardon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's the obvious next step. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was also that footage was insane. Yeah, because here's this guy. Who, I mean, he must have lots of money. He's got a plane. He's got this. He's got that. They go to the Capitol because they want to get some traction with Mm -hmm. their, you know, pardon Joe sign. Yeah. And uh, they go on January 6th. And the next thing you know, it turns into what it turned into. Mm -hmm. And Eric Love is disappointed and they were wondering if people at least saw their banner. Well, I mean, first things first, right? Right. It's right. like, well, I hope our trip wasn't for nothing. Our banner was fantastic. During that insurrection, did you um, know anybody that was there or find out you knew of anyone there? Uh, no. Hmm. Did you? Yeah. <gasps> There's this actor that was on the Sarah Silverman program. And he played Laura Silverman's boyfriend, and uh, he was there. Was he the one with with the horn? No, no. But with the body paint, no, no. But it's still shocking. It's like, well, yeah. You don't. You really. You don't know someone. And then, also, you remember the band um, that documentary, a band called Death. Yes. And then. The dads had the kids that had the band, and they're called um, Rough Francis. Uh huh. They found out one of their band members was there. Oh my! And they God. booted him out of the band. And they were just like, "How do you yeah. you know this guy forever?" And obviously, you know, if you've seen a band called Death, I mean. The band Death and Rough Francis, the main members are black guys. And they were just like, we've been friends with this guy for years. He's in our band and he was going to that rally. 
That is crazy. Yeah. That's super crazy. Yeah. So we're going to take a break, but I will say this for Donald Trump. Uh And I'm shocked that he did not pardon Joe. I know. That was truly surprising. It was pleasantly surprising. Yeah. Like, why on earth did he not pardon him? I don't know. but And we have Donald Trump calling in after this break. We will be <laughs> right back. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, we're back. Okay, so so then a lot of this switches to the disappearance of Don Lewis. So Don Lewis was Carol Baskin's husband that disappeared. Okay, and then, I mean, what we're finding out, and this, this is sort of a, a current runner, is that these online sleuths, mm-hmm. people love to spend time online trying to solve mysteries and crimes i still don't i don't really understand it because how do they pay their rent not my problem not my business stop worrying about them yeah look at you falling back into (laughs) old habits (laughs) i have to remind myself don't worry about the online sleuth they will figure it out it's not your problem see how healthy i am Mm -hmm. there's a real change it's a new me but it's as easy as that that you get caught up in a little moment Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about online sleuths yes and then it'll lead me to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing that connects me to something that's even closer to me that i feel like oh i could be doing x y and z and Mm. then it's like that person didn't ask you to do x y and z settle down yeah settle down cheryl you lunatic Okay, so next we meet Alan Schreier, who is an ex-boyfriend, or ex-boyfriend or ex-husband? No way to know. No way to know. Of Carol Baskin. (laughs) And Alan... He seemed like a good time guy. Yeah, and he said, he has nice things to say. He doesn't, he doesn't think Carol killed her Mm ex-husband. And he never saw that side of her, so I, and he was with her for a long time. I thought it was a couple of years. Well, that seems like a long time. But what's interesting is, oh, oh. so there's this guy, uh-huh. Ripper Jack, oh, who yeah. has a podcast, Yeah, who is, he's trying to get people to help him solve the mystery. He is our direct competition in podcasting. He is. He is. And yeah. when you hear this clip, you're going to see why. Mm-hmm. My name is Jack, but I go by Ripper. I am an armchair detective, an internet sleuth. I have no background in law. I tell people I got my lawyer degree from Google. I remember I sent a message to this friend. Have you seen Tiger King? She sent a message back, yes. And I said, maybe we should start like a Facebook group for Don Lewis. So for those of you out there that have information about this, it's time to spill the beans. Did that speak to you, Tig? (laughs) It's time to spill the beans. I know. It was pretty amazing. We got a Hey Girl Hey, right, in the last documentary. And then this one had a spill the beans. Spill the beans. I'm telling you, there were a lot of odd similarities between the two. I wonder if we should um, try to contact him and ask him what 
kind of beans he feels like he's spilling. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? In his mind, is it coffee beans? Mm-hmm. Jelly beans? Kidney beans? Pinto beans? Is that what you think it is? We could just keep listing. <laughs> we can list. <laughs> um, okay. And then, Tig, not only did Ripper Jack say something that really uh-huh. spoke to us, but then Carol herself was speaking our language. Listen to this. I remember going to elaborate extents to create a mystery storyline where little clues would be left in places for the kids to find. I really like storylines where you keep thinking you've discovered the plot only for it to twist and turn and surprise you again. Ah, my kind of lady. You like a twist and a turn. Yes, I do. Do you not? No, I do. I love it. Oh, man. Nothing better than a twist or a turn. And a turn. And a turn, not twist. And a turn. turn. And so Don's family, Mm -hmm. Don's kids, decided they are going to hire an attorney to figure out what happened to Don. Sure. It's a weird story. (laughs) He had a lot of money. He kept going to Costa Rica. He buried money in his under his trailer yeah he liked all the big cats and animals and he was going to bring them to costa rica and he flew his own plane but he was in so many accidents that they took his license away but it didn't stop again him. another similarity to the other I know, documentary with a the plane, plane crash and it was a cessna did you catch that yeah i was going to ask you about that because it did look similar but I didn't know if that was a crop duster. Well, they said a Cessna. But is a Cessna also a crop duster? Cheryl, there's no way to know. (laughs) How on earth would we have this information? How could we know? How could we possibly know? We can't know. But then did you find, the more that you found out about Don, Uh the more it was like this guy probably got killed by, because at some point they basically said that he was, Sex trafficking girls? Yeah, he didn't seem real on the up and up. Yeah, and then one of the Costa Ricans, Uh he was saying that, you know, if one of these girls' fathers found out, they would kill Don. Yeah. So he was doing a lot of bad things. He was trying to tie his money up so Mm -hmm. Carol couldn't get to his money. Mm -hmm. He's doing who knows what with these girls. And then so he goes, from what I could gather, he goes back to Carol's ranch mm-hmm. and that day he was going to leave put stuff on a cargo uh-huh. cargo shipment and um, that was the last anybody had ever seen of him so what do you think happened to him well I mean one of the theories is that he just assumed a new personality and a new identity, identity. I should say Not yeah a new personality <laughs> I mean, I hey was... folks it's me <laughs> Welcome to Costa Rica. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. Um, I would love to assume a new personality starting now. You you move to another town and just assume a new personality, personality. and that's it, to get out of paying, like, alimony. What do you think happened? I think he was either killed by one of those people in Costa Rica who was like, this is not okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But it definitely was a welcome part of the story because yeah, after the first Tiger King, you felt like, oh, this poor sweet guy yeah, was just trying to move to Costa Rica and Carol Baskin killed him and fed him to her tigers. Yeah. Which, by the way, that never really made That's an absurd story. Okay. Well, let's wait till we can prove that that didn't happen. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah, we still have three episodes. I wonder if we'll find out stuff. But I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> I wonder. Can we can we grab that as a sound bite? I wonder if we'll find out stuff. <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Anytime we're promoting an episode or a live show, we should always have Cheryl saying, <laughs> I wonder if we will find out stuff. <laughs> I bet our listeners will enjoy that as well. Yeah, I think they will. I think they will. And when I say our listeners, I mean the snorkels. (laughs) 
which I'm I I'm moving forward. I asked Stephanie hey, if snorkels, she liked hey. that. Yeah, hey, hey snorkels, hey. <laughs> I think that I think that's our listeners. Don't you, Thomas? The snorkels. Yes, he says yes. The snorkels. Yeah. So at some point, this proud new... to be a snorkel. <laughs> proud to be a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, this attorney in Tampa, Florida. Hey, yeah. Florida. Hey, hey John Tampa, Phillips. Hey. Who, by the way, I love that John Phillips, the civil rights lawyer, that they show a clip of him on The Price Is Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else are you going to prove somebody's legitimate? <laughs> was he dressed as uh, George Washington? Who was he dressed up as? No way to know. Hamilton? I don't know. Have you ever wanted to or tried to get on one of those game shows? Of course. When I moved here, I I went to The Price is Right. I stood in line all day. Oh, my god! And then they give you the name tag, and it's like, I'm sure I'm going to get called. My friend and I, every time they called somebody, we were, like, holding hands, like, this is it. Oh, my God. This is it. Because, once again, I didn't even have a refrigerator at the time. And I didn't get called. Even without a refrigerator? Even without a refrigerator, they didn't call me. Oh it was gosh. so sad. And then you went and put your hands on a hard body? You didn't get that? I wish I, I didn't. I couldn't take time off to put my hands <sighs> on a hard body. There is such a documentary here about <laughs> your life before you made it on Curb. <laughs> I was, hey, I've had to hustle for everything. You and your Ponzi schemes, your hands yes. on a hard body, yes. trying to get on. Were, were you actually in the audience for um, yes. for uh, Price, Price is, is right? right? Yes. Oh my God! Do you know what episode? Have you looked for yourself? No, no. <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie was an extra on Veronica Mars. Oh, that TV show, and um, she and her sister went, and they skipped school one day and hung out in the you know background as an uh-huh. extra, and they got so tired of being there that they just left. <laughs> so. <laughs> The continuity to this day, she doesn't know what happened, like how that episode turned out. <laughs> to and the two look. girls in, in the background that were, I think they were placed in a in a way where you would definitely see them. Oh, and then they just after lunch, yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving. So John Phillips puts out a thing saying we're looking for tips if you have any information about the disappearance of Don. What's his doodles? What's his name? We all know who we're talking about. And then Don's old housekeeper. We all know who we're talking. We don't even know who we're talking about. And then we have listeners. We have snorkels that... Snorkels. We have snorkels that don't even watch the movies. That, just that are just like, in. we really don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. We're just listening to hear your nonsense. So, hey, snorkels, hey. Hey, snorkels. So Don's old housekeeper, Sandra Whitcup accuses Carol's dad and Kenny Farr of murdering Don, stating that her name was forged on a bunch of documents, including his will. And Don's estate was valued at $7.3 million when he disappeared, but his total international assets remain a mystery. Mm. I mean, what happened to that money? It all went to Carol? I don't know. <laughs> Why do I ask you? I mean... <laughs> I was asking you, hoping that you're going to answer this. And, you know, we should just get Carol on the show because it's not like anybody is shy about doing press. That's true. Should we reach out to Carol? Yeah, we should definitely reach out to Carol. It seems insane not to. Although, I mean, she's in a law, there's a lawsuit going on. We can just talk about tigers and life and... And all her animal prints that she wears Mm -hmm. she really has a theme with her dressing and she takes it seriously yeah so that's that's where we are now okay that's where we're ending episode two and so the next week we will finish watching tiger king 2 episodes three to five which you can watch on netflix great and then next week we will do our final segment where we talk about our happily ever after thoughts so keep (laughs) keep it (laughs) Inside, whoever you're attracted to. Just keep it. Would you like to hear some true fan mail? I would love to. So this says, Milestones left a five-star review on us on Apple Podcasts. 
Hey, milestones. And milestones. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, I will pay for a horn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a bit down, and Tig made what is becoming my favorite sound, a horn. It made me laugh. Please make this as a ringtone, so when I get a notification or text, it can be this horn. It is perfection. Wow. Hey, my all stones, you just got a text. I wonder how you can do that, Tig. Can you do that? Can you record it and let it be a ringtone for somebody? Um, no. <laughs> Can't they just grab the sound? Can't they grab it? You think I know how to make ringtones? <laughs> okay um well i don't know what this is post postaker postaker post i'm gonna say postaker i feel like it's snurkbull sneaking in under another <laughs> because i'm sure this is i'm sure this means something you know what i mean i'm sure it's like sneaker like sneaker boy snurkbull <laughs> that person did not set out to be called Snurkbull. But now this is Posturker. Pot, pot sticker? No, nobody wants Cheer to be called Pot sticker. <laughs> I mean, why not? Okay. So Posturker. <laughs> that sounds like Pot sticker. <laughs> Who are our fans? Hey, Pot sticker. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no. I've got to quit. You're going to have to start reading these parts because I'm, I'm. Why just, would we. <laughs> why would we lose out on call. this pod sticker? I'm sure they don't want to be called pods. Cheryl, okay. we have pod sticker and snorkel on line two <laughs> holding for you. Okay. This is Tick Fan 2019 to current. Hey girls, hey, thank you for your honest review of The Wild and Wonderful Whites. I strongly disliked this doc for all the reasons you noted. You didn't disappoint by not finding humor in the gritty life of this family. Made me love you two even more after listening to your candid take on it. Love you two. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, pot sticker. Thank you, pot sticker. Or just pot pot sticker. Now there's no other way to say it. Post sticker? No. Anyway, thank you. That was very sweet. It was very nice. It was very nice. I think it's classic pot sticker behavior. <laughs> it's pot sticker just being pot sticker. Yeah, it's just classic <laughs> pot sticker. Oh my god! Pot oh sticker god. being pot sticker. <laughs> I can't. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> Uh, but you guys, we do love reading your messages and your comments and your uh, reviews. And your names. <laughs> Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review. And we might just read your responses on the show. But that was really nice that, that, that they said that. <laughs> I didn't want to say it again. That Potsicker said that about the, the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Because that was yes. a hard one. And it's hard and it's like. You know, we're here for a good time. Girl, it was hard. Girl, that was hard. Yeah. Tig, do you have some things that you want to promote? Yes, I have a yeah. uh, a tour and my very first date of the tour mm -hmm. is January 11th in Pittsburgh. And then January 12th, I'm in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And January 13th, I'm in Detroit. And January 14th, Toronto, which sold out, and they're adding a second show. Don't let that happen to you. Don't mm -hmm. let a show sell out, and then mm -hmm. you miss the boat. Mm -hmm. On January 15th, I'm in Buffalo. And then, Cheryl? Yes? January 16th, which is my mother's birthday and my father's birthday. Wow. I'll be in Columbus. That will be a lot of fun. I love Columbus. I don't know that I've ever been to Columbus. It's awesome. It's a great city. And then, Cheryl, January what? 18th, I'm in Ithaca, New York. January 19th, I'm in Amherst, Massachusetts. Wow, you're all over the place. January 20th, I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. 
Do you go home in between these uh, dates or do you... I won't be during this little run here. But January 21st, I'll be in Boston. And then there's some exciting news that I cannot announce yet. Mm. But that's happening on my three days off in January. But I'll be able to announce this soon. Just mm. not yet, but just know something very exciting is happening. Okay. So yeah, get your tickets now and come see my new material. Yeah. And come see why the show is called Hello Again. Okay. I feel like it's 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 worth sticking it out, getting a ticket, okay. sticking it out, and find out why it's called Hello Again. Why and then also Star that? Trek Discovery premiered season four. What were you going to say, Cheryl? I was wondering if you tell people at the end, when you say stick it out, are you going to have to wait till the end to hear why? Well, you have to see when it comes. I mean, whenever it comes, it, then you'll know, aside from the obvious thing of like, hello again, I'm on tour, there's also another thing that goes on. Another reason. Another reason. And it's, uh, from what I hear, worth it. Whoa. So come on whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Okay. Because people are going to be like, well, yeah, obviously there's been a pandemic. Of course, the tour is called Hello Again. Right. But it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. Pot sticker, it's more than that. Pot sticker, <laughs> get your tickets. <laughs> Snurk bowls, get your tickets. Snurk bowls, show <laughs> up. Okay, so you're probably wondering what I'm up to. Well, I am on Curb Your Enthusiasm every Sunday. I'm not in every season episode. Season 49. Season 49. Also, there's going to be a fun episode of I Can See Your Voice in December. Oh, yeah. Great. So if you like crazy, I mean, it's, it's cute because you can watch it with your family. That's on Fox. Really cute. Wonderful. And you can also listen to my other uh, podcast, Don't Ask Tig, which Cheryl makes an appearance on. And it's, uh, it's yes. a good one. All right. And I think that's, uh, I think we've done it. Well, who are you attracted to? We have to wait. Oh, we have to wait till the whole thing. Okay, sorry. All right, sorry. Sorry to bother you. But Jeez. I will say this. What? It's Slim Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay. <sighs> Should we do it again? Yep, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kopasich and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.